Ladies and gentlemen, boys and ghouls, thank you yet again for tuning in to another episode of Tales from the Crypt. My name is Glenn and I will be your host as together we explore the wonderful world that is Christmas Horror. Um, if you guys are first tuning into this episode of Tales from the Crib, uh, and you are new to this little Christmas horror extravaganza that we have going on, which I so uh, thoughtfully refer to as Happy Horror Days, then let me go ahead and give you the little bit of a briefing, all right? So that way you kind of have an idea of what to expect. Basically, Happy Horror Days, uh, that's the hashtag that we use on Twitter, uh, when we are talking about, like, my 12 days of Christmas horror. And basically, it's inspired by, um, like, 31 horror movies, watching 31 horror movies in October, uh, and kind of like, you know, when people do, like, that challenge to, to see if they can actually watch 31 films in one month. I personally could never do that. Uh, you know, I have a newborn, uh, which is kind of my inspiration behind actually doing this show. Uh, and I just I just don't have the time where I could watch one movie every single day and also go ahead and put up like a little mini episode. So I thought, you know, I would, I've always wanted to do that or do that in some form. So I thought, let me, let me try to do it, kind of like the 12 days of Christmas. I, and I will do an episode every other day, uh, starting on December 2nd, leading all the way up until Christmas Eve. That way uh, I can focus on uh, a different movie. Uh, we can uh, kind of talk about it here on the episode. I can give you my reasoning behind choosing it. Uh, and then we can actually go ahead and talk about it live on Twitter because all of these movies are available streaming on one platform or another, uh, ranging from Hulu to Netflix uh, to maybe On Demand, uh, HBO, free version of Voodoo. Like, I'm, I'm kind of running the whole gambit when it comes to streaming. I'm trying to include anybody and everybody. Uh, so even if it means, you know, signing up for a free trial, you'll, you'll be able to watch these movies somewhere. That was the goal. I wanted them to be available online. That way we can kind of get in on the conversation together over on Twitter using uh, the hashtag Happy Horror Days. And the account to follow would be at From the Crypt. Uh, and that's where we can kind of have this dialogue, go back and forth. And what's nice is, like, like, I understand that if I throw a movie out there and you don't like it and you don't really want to talk about it, maybe you're watching your own Christmas-themed horror movie and you just want to kind of open up the dialogue for that, do it. Use that hashtag, Happy Horror Days, and we'll, we'll talk about it there. I constantly check that hashtag throughout the day and I have little conversations. We go back and forth. So I really just kind of want to use this series as a way to kind of just bring everybody in the horror community together about a really cool subgenre of horror movies that we affectionately know as the Christmas horror. So without any further ado, I'm going to go ahead and jump into my explanation and the reveal of this episode of Happy Horror Days. And this is day number five uh, of 12. So we are rapidly approaching the halfway point. Uh, we've already kind of uh, bent the rules a little bit in terms of Christmas horror. Uh, the last movie, of course, uh, was Batman Returns, which I feel like I built up the case for that movie really, really well. But I feel like I have an even stronger case for this next movie, which is really arguably outside the realm of horror. Um, 
no one really thinks of this movie as a horror movie when it gets brought up, but yet it is luckily starting to get some more constant uh, airplay on TV around the holidays because I really feel like this movie is the movie that I want to see replace A Christmas Story. I love A Christmas Story, but it is on television way too much. Like, it's on, like, it seems like I have to go to a lot of ha- different houses around the holidays, which is, you know, very fortunate that I have a bunch of different places to go to. But I don't need it to be on for 24 hours straight. You know, it's, it's just too much. There are way more, uh, you know, interesting and unique Christmas movies I'd like to watch. And I feel like Home Alone is a great choice uh, for this episode of Christmas Horror. Now, yes, this is a kid's movie. You are absolutely correct. There's no way to get around that fact. However, this is also a home invasion movie. It is. Like, Kevin, let, let, me, let me just give you a little bit of a recap on Home Alone. And you can tell me what this sounds like without, like, any type of spin on it whatsoever. All right, I'm just going to tell you the plot in my own words. I'm driving as I record this, by the way. Um... I want to make sure that we never miss an episode, and I am cleaning this up like in a little bit of post-production. Um, but you know, there's nothing in front of me, I except the road. You know, uh, so I am, you know, I am not. Uh, I'm just kind of going off the cuff. So I'm giving you my honest opinion of Home Alone in terms of its plot, and we can kind of just see if where we feel it falls. Okay, now basically the general premise. Kevin McAllister is in a very well-to-do neighborhood. His house is huge, uh, and he has a rather large family, and they are going away on vacation, I believe, to Paris uh, for, uh, for the holidays. Now, huge family. So big that they can't really keep track of everybody. They have to have a checklist when it comes time to leave for the airport in the morning. Uh, and you know, they go through and they're counting off everybody and they think they have Kevin, but it turns out that they actually don't. Uh, and I feel like a lot of people have seen Home Alone, but for those of you who have not, needless to say, they forget Kevin and they leave him at home alone. Now, Kevin is 10 years old, give or take. All right. Like he's right around that age. Uh, so, you know, he's, he's old enough where he could probably like, you know, fend for himself for a little while. He might be able to throw together, like, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or something. So he's not, he's not going to starve. Like, he'll be, he'll be okay for a little bit. Um, but, you know, for, you know, over a period of, like, a week, like, that's, that's a little questionable. There's some cause for concern there, you know? But Kevin is basically home alone, and these two burglars have been, like, scouting out the neighborhood, uh, they are n- affectionately known as the wet bandits, and they basically go through breaking the houses while people are on vacation, uh, you know, loot them of all their fancy goods and kind of just take what they want uh, and trash the house, and then they flood the house uh, when they leave. Um, and they turns out that they find out that Kevin is there all by himself, and they're like, oh, like, what are we going to do? Like, are we going to break in? And they're like, it's just a kid. Let's just break in and take all this stuff. Uh, and they do, and they end up breaking into the house, and Kevin really has to defend himself using, like, a myriad of different solutions. He really kind of, like, MacGyver's uh, his way, um, you know, to defeat these burglars, um, ranging from, like, you know, paint cans uh, that he's like, swings from the ceiling to, to hit them. He puts, like, little toy cars on the stairs so that they fall down. He puts a, 
some type of like heating device on the doorknob. Uh, that way they it burns the burglar's hands when they reach out to grab the door. So like he, he's really pulling out all the stops uh, when it comes to you know trying to fight these burglars to survive. And make no mistake, like like if you're a little kid and you have like people like two grown adult men trying to break into your house so they can like they basically say you know they say they're gonna get them like like what do you what, what does that mean to a ten year old when you have two strangers who like these dudes are creepy looking like I mean they don't have like makeup it's not like when I said they had like the penguin is creepy looking but like they're scary looking adults you know like um like what if like what, how would you react as a kid when they're when they're coming over you know to break into your house you'd be terrified um on top of that uh, the fact that he kind of has to take matters in his own hands to defend himself and and like you know his house um you know from these guys he also has like this like kind of urban legend uh like figure staring out outside his house like i can't remember the um the man the character's name off the top of my head but it's like the old man uh, who lives in the neighborhood who's walking around with a shovel uh, at night. Uh, and his brother, uh, Buzz, says, like, oh, like, watch out for that guy. You know, he used to, like, you know, he's, like, killed, like, multiple people. And he, like, he salts, uh, like, he has, like, the salt and he dissolves their bodies in this trash can. And, like, you know, Kevin's a kid and he's young and impressionable. Um, but... Like, the, the old guy is pretty scary, so he's like, oh, is it true? Like, I don't really know, but he's he's afraid of him. Um, so he doesn't really know what to make out of it. Um, so between battling, like, you know, the possible serial killer old man in the, neighbor, in, in the neighborhood who may or may not be dissolving bodies in a trash can to defending his home against two, like, you know, older guys who are trying to break in to his house and, like, like you know, hurt, abduct, uh, you know, or just damage, like, all of his property, like, kind of sounds like, you know, like a different version of your next, honestly, uh, in your next, they, um, there's like a dinner party, uh, and these people try to fight their way into the house and they have to use whatever it takes, uh, to be able to survive and fight against them. And they use all types of like home alone, uh, inspired like tricks. Uh, they have, uh, like, like these weird little like glass things that they put on the floor over the windows or under the windows that way when, um, like the invaders like break in, uh, they step on them and everything and they get hurt. Uh, they do all types of like little gags like that, that are very reminiscent of home alone. So, I mean, it's, it's really, it's really kind of, I feel like it's borderline. Like I am stretching it. Don't get me wrong. But if you're a kid, like if you're a young kid and you're watching this at Christmas time, I feel like you might be a little creeped out in regards to, uh, especially like the old man with the bodies uh, and the trash can that he's dissolving, <laughs> he's dissolving them in. Uh, that's definitely scary. And I feel like it can be moments, uh, if you watch this young enough, uh, where the wet bandits are scary. Um, on paper, this is not a funny movie. Like Kevin has to, he's basically, he's like this young kid fighting um, against these, like, you know, these uh, criminals who are breaking, trying to break into his house to get him. Like, that's not funny on paper. Um, it's definitely more in like the horror realm. Uh, but the take on it is extremely comical. It's way, way, way comedy with like a splash of horror. Um, even like when he's in the basement and they have like the furnace turns on and like they the mouth opens and closes like it's a monster or something like that. That's supposed to be a scary moment. I and mean, we've all had that like moment where we're scared to go down into the basement and they have that in this as well. So I mean, like I feel like you can make the case uh, for this to be considered a horror movie. I don't know how strong of a case it is. I feel like on paper it's a strong case, but the execution of the movie and the tone makes it 
you know, like a family classic. But it's a family classic that if you stop to think about it, has its dark moments. Uh, and that's what I'd really like to kind of open it up to you guys for. I really want to see what you think about this. Because I'm trying to include different movies with a different spin in Happy Horror Days. I don't want to give you the same old, same old. Um, that being said, I know that I've kind of pushed the boundaries a little bit in terms of what is and what isn't horror the last two weeks. And next week, I promise you I'm going to return uh, with a movie, or next week, the next two days uh, when the next episode is out. I promise I will return with a, a movie that is definitely horror um, that we'll all be a little bit more familiar with. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of Tales from the Crypt. Please, let's get together over on Twitter. Let's have this dialogue back and forth, kind of talk about what we think Home Alone is, where it falls in that realm. Is it horror? Is it comedy? Is it comedy family horror? Is there no horror whatsoever? Am I completely in the wrong by trying to make the case for it? You let me know uh, over on Twitter, at From the Cribbed. Please go ahead and uh, like follow me on Twitter. Follow the Preachcast on iTunes, so you can make sure that you get all of the latest episodes. Um, you can find it under Preach Network. Um, you can also stream the shows, all of them, on www.preach.us. Thank you for listening, and I can't wait to talk to you guys about this. I know it's going to be a good time.